to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Joining us in this episode is Shannon Rosie, founder of Rosie's based in Coogee here in Sydney. Shannon is a nutritionist, author of Conscious Cocktails, and most recently founder of her restaurant, Rosie's. Shannon takes the approach that food is medicine and has adopted this into her restaurant. She believes that good food and good fun is the best medicine of all. Every dish and drink at Rosie's has been tweaked and rethought to earn the wellness guru's seal of approval. Hi, Shannon. Welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. So I'm super excited to have you on the show because we kind of crossed paths kind of accidentally when I came into your restaurant a while ago um, to meet actually a colleague and we we just got chatting. So it's great to have you on here. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, really excited to chat with you. So what I would love to know, because you're a nutritionist, aren't you? I am. Okay. Am. All right. Let's start off. If you can just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became a nutritionist. Definitely. So like many in my field, I became a nutritionist due to my own personal health problems. So growing up, I had a couple of you know strange hospital stints and um, went through mainstream medicine and got absolutely pumped with antibiotics and I just knew that there there had to be another way. So after um, bouncing from specialist to specialist to doctor to doctor, I thought, you know what, I'm going to take my health into my own hands and I went off to university to study nutrition. Yeah, the rest is history. After that, I was absolutely hooked. Oh, my gosh. So how did you change your diet then? Oh, I changed it so much. So actually when I started nutrition, I was a vegan. completely strict and I loved it I was feeling the best that I'd ever felt but um one week into university and this was at Endeavour College in Sydney I thought you know what I have to remove the label and I have to just follow the science and that's what I've done ever since then so I've never had any kind of label of what type of diet I eat and I've just been continually using myself as a guinea pig in all the new and exciting research that's always coming out Wow. So once you got your qualifications, did you then go and work in clinic or is that when the idea for the restaurant was born or what came next? Okay, so originally I was uh, working in a clinic at the university for the last six months of the degree and I realised that I didn't really love clinic work. I found it very emotionally draining. I was kind of uh, taking on everybody's problems and taking them home and felt more like a therapist than um, a natural healer. So I moved online and I developed two online programs, one which is my specialty, which is gut health, so one called The Good Gut Guide, and then the other one was called Lighten Up, which is a weight management program for women. And I um, moved over to beautiful Bali. And so I developed these programs while I was living over in Bali. And uh, with every client that I would see, I would always get so frustrated and think, oh, I wish I could have a place that I could take my clients to and show them what I meant, put the food in front of them and say, this is the type of eating, you know, look at this menu, look at all the things you can have. It's not restrictive. Um, and that's, that's kind of where the concept of Rosie's was born. Amazing. How long were you over in Bali for? I was there for a year. Okay. All right then. And so what were you doing while you were in Bali? Like were you studying yoga or like what were you doing with your time there? 
I am at the beginning I was putting the online programs together and then after that my partner and I were actually going to open a uh, boutique health resort over in Bali so we were originally going to do Rosie's in um, Indonesia um, we had the land we were like on demolition day ready to go yeah. and then uh pulled the plug so there was a, a, a local law that had changed that was put into place and it was kind of, we took it as a sign saying this isn't for us. It was all, it was a very difficult dealing with the government over there um, and, you know, starting a business is hard enough already. You don't yeah. want to add in the fact that you're a foreigner and the laws aren't in your favour. Um, and then the same week that that happened, we found this venue space up for hire. And Dan and I used to live around the corner anyway. So we knew the space and we knew the area and we love Coochie. So we came back about a month later. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Rosie's as it is today, is that just, is that a reflection of what you were going to do in Bali or is it slightly different? Oh, it's very different. It's okay. like a Sydney-fied version. Yeah. Um, the Bali was going to be all made out of bamboo um, and much more somewhere to go for a retreat and a resort and to kind of heal and get fully involved, um, whereas the Rosies here has been kind of more of what I like to think of a lesson of people who are living in a busy city, how they can still keep up with their health and they can still eat well and still enjoy themselves whilst in the hustle and bustle of a social scene. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So for all of those people that are not in Sydney or that haven't been to Rosie's yet, can you explain about your incredible place that's beside the beach? Of course. Of course. So here we say it's all about balance. So we are... Um, just around the corner from the beach. It's very light and bright and pink and beautiful in here, very feminine. And, and Instagram-worthy. Uh, it's very Instagram-worthy. <laughs> and um, what I wanted to create was somewhere that didn't look or feel like a health food restaurant. You know, like there's, there's nobody doing yoga in the corner. You know, there's everybody has shoes on. Like it's not like a, you know, hippy-dippy place. Um and that you can go and eat in the restaurant and the food that comes out doesn't have to look weird or taste weird. It can just look like you know, normal, delicious food, but it's healthy. So we don't use any added sugar anywhere. So not in the kitchen, not in the bar. There's no simple syrup um, and it's all whole foods. It's all seasonal and it's all designed to be shared to kind of have that like communal connection element to food as well. Yeah. And you've got an incredible bar there as well. We do, we do. So the bar's kind of right in the middle of the restaurant and um, we have our Conscious Cocktails, which is a book that I wrote. Oh, that's the other thing I was doing in Bali. I was writing a book. <laughs> How okay. did I forget that one? <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote a book called Conscious Cocktails, which is pretty much this um, this message of balance. So for people who do want to be healthier, but they, they still want to let their hair down and enjoy a drink with friends and it's, it's teaching you how to do that. So we remove all the crap, we take out the simple syrup, we take out the processed bottled juices and we add superfoods in. So we use really fresh, pure spirits and then just jazz it up with some vegetables or fruit or superfoods and um, have fun and also not do so much damage to our body while we're at it. Yeah. Absolutely. All right then. So my goodness, I mean, where do we even start? I've got to actually mention the organic wine that you have on tap there is beautiful, the rosé. Yes. Yeah. So it's actually a friend of ours company. It's from the Adelaide Hills and they don't use any preservatives or additives. And it's also in a keg. 
And most people must get weirded out by that thinking like, yuck, I don't want to drink wine from a keg, but it's the polar opposite. It's so great because then every single glass is like a fresh bottle. Yeah. And it's also better for the environment because you're not wasting all of those glass bottles going to landfill. So it's better for your body and it's better for the environment. So yeah, I'm all about right wine. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's so good. With with the menu, are you constantly, like, do you have a core range and then you change elements of it or is it, is it a standard menu or how do you, how do you, how do you do the menu? So up until now, we've been changing it seasonally. Right. Um, and that's to keep up with the local produce and what's in season. And it's also better, you know, for your body to eat seasonally as well. It's better for your community because you're getting things from local farmers. Um, but to be honest, that's been one of the challenging parts of the business is I expected to have so much more time for menu development and creativity. But the reality of it has been the opposite. You know, you're spending the time... You know, Dan and I did the cleaning for the first three months. Like we were wearing absolutely all of the hats. So time to be creative and develop it was minimal. But, yeah, as of now, it's seasonal. Yes. Okay, then. So what's your role within the business? Like how are you spending the average day? Kind of a little bit of everything. I, when we're busy, I'm the maitre d'. So I'll do the greeting and seating and I'll explain the concept. And then I also put out the fires. So just kind of managing the whole place, making sure everything's okay, making sure everybody knows what they're doing. Um, yeah, overseeing it all. Wow. Do you find it's like, are you always on? Are you always thinking about work? Because the, the business is still quite new. One of the biggest lessons I've learned from this has been the importance of self-care, which as a nutritionist and a holistic practitioner, you'd never think that I would be learning that again now, but I 100% am. I threw myself into this business and completely burnt out um, trying to do too many things and being somebody who's naturally not very good at delegating. Um, I had to learn to delegate and I had to learn to self-care and to put yourself before your business sometimes when you need it, which is something that's really difficult to do. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's been tough. Wow. And are you open late at nights? We are. So we usually serve serve our meals until about 10 um, and then we'll be open for an hour or so after that. Wow. So what time are you getting home at night? Well, I'm lucky. So because I'm doing the maitre d' role, once everybody's greeted, seated, everything's like, reached its peak um I'll head home yeah okay so I'll I'll be getting home around 10 o'clock and then I like to do the the morning shifts so when we open for breakfast on the weekend I'll be here doing the setup I'll be here making the smoothies um because I'm definitely a a morning person so So, am I yeah yeah that that was really tough that was I mean in Bali we used to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and go to bed at eight Mm. And then now I'm like, you know, getting home at 10, 10.30. Well, for me, because I'm definitely a morning person and I don't mind being like awake late at night, but if I'm getting home late at night, it takes me a while to, you know, wind down and everything. So I imagine that's taking you a bit of time just get, you know, getting used to getting home and trying to wind down quicker than what you normally would. Definitely. It's really tricky. Um, Meditation's helped. I've been on and off on my meditation journey. And I noticed that that really does help when I do that, uh, when I get home, just take a few minutes to unwind. Um, and also it's been really hard with, uh, with eating as well, because you you miss your regular dinner shifts. So you either have to eat at like four o'clock or have a snack at 10.30. And I hate both of those options. Yeah. So, so what that, do you do? Um, I don't know. I don't really, I haven't had a, a solution to it yet. Yesterday I tried having something at, o'clock and then 
got home and had a pair at 10.30 and I hate eating before I go to bed because mm. I always feel feel a bit yuck. So, yeah, definitely that's that's something I'm still working on. Do you generally eat when you're at the restaurant because it's such I great do. food? So healthy. I do. Yeah. I, do. I, I love our – we've got a designer your own salad, um, which is by far my most favourite meal. So it just starts with a big bed of greens and you can pick and choose what you want to add in there. So you'll find me adding in, you know, my uh, salmon, avocado, sauerkraut, pesto. That's kind of, that's my go-to. Yum, yum. My goodness. I've got to say you're incredibly talented at creating online content as well. It's all so beautiful, whether it's your personal Instagram or the business Instagram. Thank you. Are you just naturally talented at this or is this something that, you know, you've skilled up over time? I mean, probably skilled up over time, but you know what? It's actually... It's it's therapy for me. I switch off when I'm doing it. I just kind of, I love design. I love creating. I'm such a creative person that that's my happy space. So when I'm stressed at the restaurant, you'll find me like go off to the corner, pick up my computer and just work on something designed for a little bit and that, that, that really helps me calm down. Right. Yeah. I've got to say like the interior design at Rosie's is so stunning and I just assumed that you'd had an interior designer in because it is so incredible. But you did that yourself, didn't you? Uh, it was a team effort. We worked with a, uh, a local guy who helped us so much with all the sourcing and everything and then right. I also had my, had my mum. She has, I mean, this whole thing's been such a family of and she um, has a background in design and was so much fun to work with so much wow fun. so that was that was that was such a journey at the beginning we did it so quickly I think it was like a six-week turnaround oh my gosh that's incredible because what you really feel is this continuity of your brand you know whether it's through the rosé wine the social media content you know walking through that door and everything just feeling like you know it's one personality and that like when it's done properly it seems so seamless and easy but it's actually really difficult to get that 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 brand unison across all different channels and platforms. What you have to do is at the beginning, you have to ask yourself, what is my brand? What is my message? And then every single decision that you make, no matter how big, how small, put that filter on it. And then that will make a cohesive brand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Is he in advertising? He's not. He's actually in hotels. Oh, there you go. Does he have hotels in Sydney? No, no, he's retired now, but he right. was in commercial, commercial real estate. Oh, okay then. Oh, my gosh. What a dynamic family. So yeah, how, and they're here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> how would you describe the Rosie's brand then? Kind of that balance of, of fun and health and healing and just balance. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's finding that, that, that middle place, which seems like such an easy thing, but I know for most of my clients and for me it's so hard yeah I think also it's very easy to slip off that balance as well Mm -hmm. so you you can find it and then something small or big pops up and all of a sudden you you revert back to old habits and it's then trying to reset yourself and get back to where you need to be so it really is a constant juggle yeah, well, that's life, isn't it? Like, yeah. no matter how good you think you've got it, something's going to come your way, and it's just about the the skills to to get yourself back on track. Absolutely. So, are you still taking private clients? You know, with with your nutrition, I am um, not anywhere near as much as I used to. Yeah, I can um, imagine. but I am. Like, I had two lovely ladies come into the restaurant 
yesterday who are going to be um, signing up for the Good Gut Guide. So they came in and we had a chat for a while. And um, when my clients set up my programs, I'll have uh, guidance for them and be involved with them. And um, I'm definitely doing more of that, like more guidance than just the one-on-one consultations. But there are still some clients that I am seeing at that moment. Wow. Tell us about the Good Gut Program. Yeah, definitely. So it was what I specialised in. Um, I absolutely loved it. At university, I was really lucky. My class was the first class to learn the new gut diet that came out. Um, And I was just so obsessed with day dot. So at the end, I was developing a gut program, which I finished maybe about a year after graduating. And it's a 30-day total gut rehaul. It's wonderful. I love hearing from my clients who do it because no matter what you're doing it for, whether it's weight management, whether it's, uh, you know, immunity, you get so many amazing outcomes that you were just never even expecting. Yeah, I bet. So you obviously don't have to be in Sydney to do this program either, do you? No, no, definitely not. All online. Right. What's your website URL for this? Uh, livingwithrosie.com. Uh, okay then. So that's your personal brand, which, you know, yes. the nutrition all falls under. Okay. And that came first and then Rosie's the restaurant came second. Yeah, definitely. And we've got, um, they do, they interlink like we were talking about before. We've got yeah. one of our, uh, dessert items is called the good gut brownie. And the good gut brownie was the, uh, closing treat that we would all make at the end of doing good gut guide. And it was so popular that I was like, you know what? I have to put it on the menu. And that's been Absolutely. great because people who are into gut health who come in, they ask about the brownie and then you know, we get chatting. And as you can hear, when I talk about gut health, it all gets a little bit faster. I'm, just, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> it's interesting talking to you because I'm just thinking, you know, from a natural progression, just listening to you speak would be to be running urban retreats in the rosy space. Have you plans to do something like that? You know what? That is <laughs> so funny that you say that. Um, yes, I'm in the yeah. works at the moment. I, I thought, just listening to you speak, I'm like, oh, my God, that space needs to be used for more than a restaurant. You need yeah. to link it all together. Okay. Yeah. That will do really Watch well. You know space. that. <laughs> Watch this space. So that's 2019, obviously. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe early Maybe early 2019. Okay, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've got shivers because that, mm-hmm. that will do so well and the space in there, it just lends itself to it all. Mm-hmm. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. yeah, the other thing I was just thinking of is, as you're speaking is, you know, you could turn that into retreat, you know, like beyond an urban retreat, you know, there'd be people from Rosie's community that are getting to know you and your brand that would definitely be wanting to go overseas with you to do a retreat, probably to Bali, seeing as you're familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, that would be wonderful. Mm, my goodness. So do you have much spare time? Is that a silly uh, question? No, no, but it's getting better. Yeah. You know, as, as we're open for longer and we're getting better staff on who are so supportive and wonderful, we are having the ability to step back a little bit. Um, yeah. But the challenge is when I step back, not to just go home and crash. Yes. It's like going out and jumping in the ocean and spending some time with friends, um, yeah, it's definitely important. I'm working now really hard to get that work-life balance back. Is the restaurant open seven days? No, we're closed Monday, Tuesday. Okay. So that, in a way, that's good then because that does give you two days of forced not going in or do you go in on those days off? Um, 
usually we have to go in at least once. We've got to do stock take, we've got to do ordering and rostering and all that kind of stuff um, and, you know, organise the bookings. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a designated day off for yeah. sure. Oh, my gosh. Far out. How many hours do you reckon you're working a week off the top of your mind? Or is it you, oh. you don't really want to ask yourself? I actually had this conversation this morning. And Did you? Earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about, I'd say about two months ago, we were just working like all hours. Yeah. Like there was an hour that was not working, which yes. was just. And it's funny because when you're in that, it kind of felt like it was as hard as now. Like, you know, you just deal with your reality. Yeah. Your reality is your reality. So we were just like hustling from the moment we woke up to the moment we went to bed. And now it's, um, we get a little couple hours here and there to, to mm. chill out. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. Cause you, especially cause my business partner is my life partner. So yeah. we, the challenge now has been, you know, when we go out for a date night, we're not allowed to talk about work. Yes. And that's just, it's, it's hard. Cause that it's, is it's hard. hard because it's like, how do you segment between relationship mm. and life and work and, you know, they're three, they're, three, they're three different like segments of your life and if you're not careful it just bleeds into one and so it definitely does. and you need you need that break for so many for so many reasons so it is it would be an absolute juggle but you know as long as you realize it it's something that you can just work to as the business matures 100 percent. yeah 100%. and you know no matter what our situation we should always be working and striving to be better in all of those areas so it's it's harder right now but Mm. you know what six months into having a business and living together and we haven't killed each other so that's that's a win (laughs) there's still time though (laughs) yes yes that's true oh my gosh I mean what you've achieved because you are you're young you know like you what you've achieved is incredible and so I just think oh my gosh like imagine like in 10 years time you know what's going to happen you know there might be more rosies there might be a retreat space overseas you know who knows pretty exciting who knows and it's all about just kind of I love just trusting my gut and following the process um and just being open to opportunities and that's so true like it's also so important to stop and appreciate how far you have come. Like I'll yeah. find myself running around like a headless chicken, stressing about the smallest things, and then I take a step back, look at the restaurant, look at everybody eating and smiling and have mm. a good time, and it's just it's butterflies. Yeah, I bet. So are you open for New Year's Eve? I, no, no. Do you need a special mm-hmm. license for that, for New Year's Eve? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm not sure. I think the, and I could be so wrong, I think it's just a little bit looser rules in terms yes. of your closing times on New Year's Eve. Right. Um, but, no, we've just decided that Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, we're going we're gonna to take that time away. Mm, clever. Coogee goes off um, yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> you may as well go yeah. out and enjoy the fun. <laughs> Although saying that, I was I was in town last year and I wasn't going to be here, but I got stranded when the volcanoes were happening in Bali. Oh, right. And um, we were at a friend's barbecue for the nine o'clock fireworks, and then came back to Kuji for the midnight ones, and they didn't happen. We I was down there for the nine o'clock. So we what? Yeah. We quite close. Did they just not happen? How does no. that? No. So we were we were on my parents' balcony, like three, two, one, and then there was no fireworks. So we always go down to the nine o'clock ones at Coogee, which mm. is far from us, and then we generally um, 
you know, have dinner down there and it's it's so great. There's, it's just such a party um, environment, but it's also very family-friendly, like it's not out of control. It is really, really great. So will you open New Year's Day or is that a public holiday? It probably is. Yeah, it is. I, I you know what? I'm not sure. decide later. We'll decide. We'll have to decide in the next week or so because mm. I think we've got a couple of um, event inquiries. It's funny, like you work on such a short schedule, which is uh, the businesses around here who are already planning like next year's Melbourne Cup. My oh hat my off gosh. to you. My hat off to you because I'm like two weeks, two weeks, and then I'm planning something. It's um, it's a lot. But, you, you were just uh, yeah. saying, actually, before we came on, you, you're getting a lot of like work or Christmas parties happening in there yes. because it lends itself to group bookings which is so great yeah they're my favorite group yeah are, my favorite. are they local businesses or are they businesses coming to the area they are most of them are local businesses yeah right. um most of them and I love that because networking and meeting yeah. the Coogee locals has been so wonderful I bet um and I absolutely love that part of it but we also have like uh a lot of non coochie ones. Like we've got Sydney Uni's having a Christmas party with us tomorrow, which I'm really excited about. Right. And then we have um, like health conscious brands, mm. like uh, bioceuticals are going to be coming in for their work Christmas party. So brands that are kind of, you know, they're on message with yes. our concept here. Yeah. They're keen to have their work I mean, Christmas party. What, what you will find naturally is you personally will probably get um, – opportunities to potentially work or represent brands just because of you're in elevated profile and seating at the moment um you know having the cafe so you probably you will find that your personal brand will get opportunities over time which is super exciting because you know you've created like you've created a restaurant but it's so much more than a restaurant you know there's a message behind it it's on par with kind of, you know, trend with what everyone's interested in and aiming for. Uh, and as we said, you know, your brand is absolutely amplifying that message as well. Yeah, definitely. The networking has been amazing. And yeah. even just like making friends and getting involved with the community and having a feeling of home here. Um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So, so good. All right, then, Shannon, so where, obviously, can everyone find you? I think if we give them the URL first, because at least then they can go and then to, and have a look at it, and then also your Instagram handle. Yeah, so I've got uh, at Rosie's Coogee for the restaurant and then at Living with Rosie for my personal brand, and then same with the website. So I've got rosiescoogee.com.au and then livingwithrosie.com. Fabulous. And in the background, that's not your staff being murdered, is it? <laughs> that is my partner making coffee. <laughs> is that what he's doing? It sounds like someone's being belted. I thought we'd, oh. we'd better just clarify that. We can't finish on the message. Where yes, like nobody being bashed. <laughs> nobody being bashed. <laughs> so you make good coffee or he makes good coffee? I make terrible coffee. He oh. makes good Okay. He's also, he's, uh, he's learning the latte art at the moment, which is, is funny. He? Um, he's, uh, he's... Learning some patience as well. So patience and latte art coming from him is just constant entertainment for me. It's wonderful. Sounds fabulous. Now, one more thing just before we go. Um, is there, like, a dish for summer that people should keep an eye out for on the menu or a drink for summer that they should keep an eye out on the menu for? Yes, definitely. So my two favourite drinks definitely are the uh, kombucha cocktails that we have at the moment, which are just so delicious, so fresh, kind of like a 
uh, gut health version of an Aperol spritz. Wow. Um, and then we're also working on some recipes for some sangria, which will be with the Riot wine that we were talking about earlier. Right. No sugar. Um, no sugar, yeah. no sugar, definitely not. And then to go along with them, I'm going to, everybody's been loving our charcuterie mix, cheese and charcuterie platters. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a more Mediterranean version of those as well, just for like tapas for during summertime. Oh my gosh, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. It sounds <laughs> so good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. 